This is an interesting one and a powerful one because Hannah Divney is taking on Disney, Uh but for all good reasons. Uh, Hannah, what do you want to petition for? So I am petitioning for Disney Studios to create a disabled Disney princess because I have a disability called cerebral palsy, which I've had since birth and will have forever. And basically I never saw myself represented as a kid growing up in anything that I watched or read or like games I played and I really want to change that for the disabled kids of the future. To put it in perspective, Disney Princess, get your head around this guys, is a three billion dollar industry, just Disney Princess every year. Really? By how much money they will generate and how many people buy in. So when you think about it. I'm contributing very highly for my four year old. Hannah, I can understand there are so many um, little girls and little boys as well watching into Disney princesses from a, a young age and to not see you reflected in that would have been hard as a kid. Yeah, definitely. I think um, there's a level of it almost creating like a black hole inside you kind of when you don't see yourself reflected or when you can't rely on media to show you what any sort of future for yourself might look like. Now, obviously, like... For able-bodied kids, they're not looking at princesses and going, I want to be in a castle or anything, but they are seeing these powerful, strong young women have adventures, have friends, fall in love, be the heroes of their own stories, and I want the same thing for disabled kids. Yeah. I've just um, been trying to think while you were um, chatting there as well, Marvel Universe and the um, superhero universes, I can't think of... Well, Star Wars don't, do they? No. It's just not represented anywhere, is it? No, it's it's absolutely not. And if I had the bandwidth and the capacity, I would take them all on at once. But <laughs> just start, yeah, 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 let's yeah. just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I deal with Disney because that's like trying to break into Fort Knox. It's... And you should explain that you're a Disney fan, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I grew up a huge Disney fan. Um, Disney movies were a huge part of my childhood and a huge part of the way that I sort of processed certain things about the world like I think my first experience of like understanding what death is or what grief is was watching The Lion King and Mm. watching Simba like process that Mufasa has died or like I've been thinking about this campaign since 2015 when I went and saw the Pixar film Inside Out which for anyone who hasn't seen it is a beautiful um, raw really nuanced depiction of mental health, but Mm. it's done in a way that kids can understand. And then there's also obviously layers for adults as well. And I remember watching that in the cinema thinking, well, if they can tackle mental health, which is typically not really a a kid-friendly kind of topic, then maybe it's not so much of a stretch for them to try and include disability on the big screen. Mm. I think what it will also do, Hannah, um, hearing you speak, is not just... Uh, you'll see yourself represented, but it will actually teach able-bodied children about everyone in the world. Like, yeah. you, you know, Kmart now has dolls well, of, I was thinking of people Barbie in, does as well. in they've, wheelchairs. They've done that. So yeah, for able-bodied children, it won't be, you know, it, lots of questions will get answered for them. Mm. Yeah, and I think there's something really powerful at starting um, to kind of expose them to that diversity at such a young age because it means that as they grow and as they get older, um, it won't necessarily be so scary or so strange 
and it will hopefully build them into better allies as, as young adults and then when they're adults teaching their kids. So, yeah, it really the, the dividends that it would pay mm. would be massive. Did you have the opportunity to speak to Reese Witherspoon? Because I know that her media company have uh, supported you with this uh, petition. Have you spoken to her? I haven't had the chance to speak to Reese yet, but I would happily take her call. <laughs> God, I love her. Remember she was supposed to come to Australia and then they had to cancel yeah. and I was all excited. We were all saving oh, up for tickets yes. to go along. They were expensive. <laughs> but yeah, how did that come about that the, the media team that she owns was supporting you? Um, basically, I contacted the CEO um, via email who is actually Australian. Her name is Sarah Harden. She's really lovely and I just like pitched out of my skin and <laughs> was like, this is just going to be a complete moonshot and this is not going to, this is not going to happen, but we'll give it a go. And then lo and behold, I got an email a couple weeks later being like, actually, yeah, we, we really like this idea and we'd love to support you. So uh, here's a question. If obviously we're talking about, um, you know, there could be cartoons and animation, what would you like to see um, if there was, um, you know, a disabled Disney princess in a real-life action movie? Would you like to see someone with a disability play the character? Or... Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Because I think, um, unfortunately, there's kind of this Hollywood trend, and they call it cripping up um, within the disability community, where basically if an able-bodied actor plays a disabled character, that's kind of a shoo-in formula for like a, a an Oscar, yeah. success mm. and like Oscar buzz and all of those things. Mm. Um, and I think it can be really damaging to a disabled audience to have someone sort of play at their life and then be able to sort of jump out of the wheelchair as soon as the director yells cut, yeah. for example. Mm. It's a, a great perspective on it because, you know, most mm -hmm. people say, oh, it's just acting. But when you say that, we can understand why you feel like that. Yeah, I, I just think um, it can be quite confusing because obviously, like, subconsciously, we all rely on media somewhat to kind of give us an idea of what our futures can look like. Mm. And when the only kind of ideas of your future are either able-bodied people playing disabled people or like those sort of sad disabled people who can't bear to be disabled. It's, it's really unhealthy and really damaging. Mm. I got the shock of my life when I realized that Gary Sinise had legs after I saw Forrest Gump. I had no idea. Right? Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> I was like, who? But yeah. Yeah, now, now yeah, when you say Forrest Gump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is an amazing thing. And if people want to get involved, uh, where can they go to sign? So you guys can go to change.org if you just Google create a Disney princess with disabilities or if you want to um, come over to my Instagram at Hannah the Wildflower, you can find it there as well. Great. Chasing 75,000 signatures and I think you're in the 50s at the moment, right? Yeah, I am, which is massive. The well only done. way that I can like even comprehend numbers of that size is by comparing it to, like, concert venues. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> a big concert. Yeah, you've, you've packed out Suncorp. Well done. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Hannah, really appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Thank right. you. Thank you, Hannah.
Hannah Divney, uh, she wants to see a disabled Disney princess. Um, go and check it out. Give her a signature and help her out. It's Stav, Abby and Matt.